Progressive Culture for Grace and Truth. I'm McKamini. And I'm Christina. This table is built by black women and for black women. So welcome to the table, C. How you doing, girl? I am doing well on this hot day in oh, the yeah? state of Michigan. Hint, hint. Oh, oh yeah. Where are we at specifically, <laughs> though? Where are we at? We are at the Wealthy Street Theater on Wealthy Street in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Remember, I told you my master plan has been to get people to come and visit me in Grand Rapids. And ta-da! I'm happening. just saying. I'm just saying. Jesus is a miracle worker. Indeed. Yes, y'all. So, you know, about a good quarter of this season, we've been kind of promoting our Truth Table Live event, which uh, happened already. Or, yes, already happened. It's happening <laughs> underway. And so we're like, why don't we use this time to do our season finale? So, you know, when you see us on video, that means that we have come to the end of season two. So, yeah. Christina, what, what are your thoughts? Man, it was a, an amazing season. All <laughs> kinds of things were happening and moving in the world of Truth's Table, like what we talk about at the table, but even outside, but you know, in our real, real lives as well, right? So, and in the country yeah. and in the world. And so we try to be responsive and authentic to what we're feeling mm -hmm. and what we're experiencing. So we are thankful to have made it. Every season is like, Hallelujah, we made it a season. <laughs> <laughs> so we made it this season, and we're really grateful for that. Yeah, I mean, this season, I mean, we, we, never, we really never know if we're going to make it through the finish line, to be quite honest, y'all. This is yeah. just keeping it real. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this season was definitely, it was uh, an interesting one, more strategic, I would say. Mm -hmm. uh, but we had some good and fun opportunities. Yeah, uh, for like sure. we, I, uh, we were invited to the Spotify a boot camp happy hour and Truth Table got to be in the house with a whole bunch of other women of color podcasters got to represent. Mm -hmm. And we were the, actually the only faith-based podcast in the house. And so I got to represent Truth Table in New York. Jeez, in June, in June, that's when it happened. Yeah. And that was such a great opportunity just to network and meet other uh, women of color who are in the podcasting world and who are making mm -hmm. things happen. So that was great. But where would you say where where where's where's Emma at? Where is we're in Michelle? The world. Yeah. So uh, Michelle San you know, so yeah, I, yeah, I know. You know, I call her Carmen San Diego. I'm like, where in the world is Carmen San Diego? So Carmen San Diego, I believe, at this present moment, is driving to yeah, yeah. where we are right now. But we want to make sure we get this video done for you. Um, since as soon as she gets here, we'll have to start a, our live oh, show right. tonight. Yes, yes, yes. But in many ways, we've been really blessed by having an actual activist at the table, and what mm -hmm. that means is. Well, they can't always be at the table. Mm -hmm. And so we're grateful for the last two seasons of having Michelle present with us pretty consistently. Going forward, we can't make such a promise to you. So I hope you get used to seeing our faces. We're committed to kind of being the solid solid anchors in that sense. Yeah. Um, and Michelle, because we love her and she loves us, we'll be dragging her in as much as possible. But we want to make sure that she's free to do the really important work that she does, really fighting for justice and for the safety of black lives nationally and globally yeah 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 so we'll bring her in when she can but probably going forward season three will most likely be myself and um christina so we hope y'all love us too we and you, the table. You'll, you'll be there too you can stay <laughs> the table with us. um but yeah so reflecting on before we even go to season three season two what would yeah. you say um how would you describe season two how would i describe <laughs> you know it's funny i feel like uh season season one uh there were really no expectations. It it was just three. We didn't know. We I mean, it is what it is. It's, <laughs> it's three friends who like to talk talk shop about 
politics, race, so, uh, gender, culture, and faith. And so that's what it was. Right. It, it, it was literally our group text put to audio sound. Sure. Um, and so season two, I, in some ways, I felt like we, we, we began to play more like real podcasts. Um, <laughs> we, that's true. <laughs> although we still cackle because we want to maintain yeah. the authenticity of the group text always. So, um, so in, in that sense, we had we had a more clear, uh, formalized series that we started off with two actually. Reparations uh, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We came back on a very light topic. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, we did a number of interviews and brought to the table some fascinating people. Yeah. Yeah, I would say for season two, we were a bit more strategic about getting to our audience. Um, which is why we did so many uh, different uh, interviews, I'd say, uh, which we had fun. We had, we had some fun <laughs> interviews, which we might get to, you know, a bit later. Uh, but yeah, so we were a little bit more strate strategic about that. And so I think in, in some ways it might have felt like it was like an interview podcast because we did so many, uh, which is not typically what we do, right? Mm -hmm. Usually you're accustomed to one, you know, Black Girl Magic per month, which we did stay true to that. Um, and then interspersed with series that we do, right? Depending on if last season was multicultural, multi-ethnic churches, right? Uh, are they white, bulwarks of white supremacy or not? Um, we have reparations now this, this season. Then we did Black Music Month, which was fun. Because mm -hmm. I was like, I want to talk to my favorite audience. <laughs> In, indeed she did. <laughs> which is the whole reason why that series even existed. Um, so, Pretty much is why we create that exactly for why ourselves. Um, it's all self-care. But yeah, so we, but we wanted to also get to our, you know, get back to our, our core. Not that we left it, but we wanted to be more specific about um, reaching our core audience, which is black women, and speaking to them and centering, right, the issues that we care about, are concerned about, and are talking about um, mm -hmm. in our own private lives, away from social media, away from cameras, away from podcasting, and all of those things. So season two was a bit different, um, but I think it was still a good season, Yeah, I would yeah. say. What, what are a couple of the or one or two of the episodes. We do so many episodes that this question, sometimes I'm like, what did we talk about this season? But what, what were some of the episodes that stand out for you in your mind as, as favorites? And I, I can already yes. assume yes, yes. they'll be slightly traumatic because this is what you usually pick. They but carry on. this time. Look at you. Look at you changing it up. There's only one that's a little traumatic. But uh, I'll start with the fun <laughs> ones. One of them is, well, actually, I'll... There's actually a couple. I really love the Reparations Now series. I thought that was a strong series we yeah. came out with. Um, we came out hitting. Yeah. We came, you know, we came swinging on that one. I liked, uh, I really enjoyed all of our interviews there, but I loved uh, our Reparations Now Repent and Repair. Yeah. So that was the one where the three of us are just talking about. Yeah. Um, a biblical case for reparations, if you will. Um, then I would say, uh, well, it's not in any ranking, I should say, but what's coming to mind. Truth, ta Truth Table Takes Wakanda. Yeah. Oh my gosh, our Black Panther review. I oh my loved gosh. it. I loved it. Um, and I think <laughs> at the time that we recorded it, I don't think anybody took the approach that we took, where mm -hmm. you didn't hear many people critiquing the, the movie at all. Mm -hmm. uh, even though we had a deep love for the movie, oh. I think that we were, we were, I was a little nervous. I was like, oh gosh, are people going to come from? <laughs> you know, because you don't everybody love loved Killmonger it so much. completely. I was like, Come no, on now. Come on. There were problems, saints. Um, <laughs> so let's get it together. But, uh, but yeah, so I love that because I thought right. it, was, it was a bit bold and courageous for us to step out and say how much we loved it, but also yeah. highlight some of the, the problems, problematic themes within the movie. Um, so that's number two. Um, also loved, um, why am I forgetting right now? Well, the kids are not all right. Yeah. That was intense. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> that yeah, was an intense yeah, yeah. one. Uh, 
But it was so necessary and so needed. And I actually think that was like our most pro-life episode we've ever done mm-hmm. in life. And then my last, my, uh, my other one is the mailbag episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the mailbag episode from this mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Like we just, we went off and we went in. Yeah. We had some cackles. We had, we had a little bit of everything. We did. So, we did. We did. We did. So those were mine. How, how about you? Yeah. What were your faves? So, I mean, there were so many. I'm sitting here like literally cheat sheeting, scrolling through some of them right now. We have like 30 plus episodes. It's a lot. So, um, so, um, Why the Blood Matters Mm -hmm. was one of my favorite episodes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, because uh, Jesus. Right. (laughs) It's very important. And and to me, it was our parallel in some ways. It mirrored... um, why the church or why the church yes. matters from first yes. season. This was our show where we were really kind of making an appeal. Uh, we know that people are wounded and there's church hurt. And people are frustrated mm-hmm. and people are like, I'm done. I'm, I'm an ex-evangelical or whatever, whatever the names. I don't yeah. know. Uh, pe- but people are, are done. They feel like um, there's no place for them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like those episodes, why the church and why the blood matters, are reminders that, you know, this is a little bit bigger than how we feel. Yes about our current present moment. We're talking about, um, we're talking about eternal Jesus matters. and the eternal matters and, mm-hmm. and the work that Christ has accomplished on our behalf. So any show where we are making a very clear, in, in all of our shows, we, we work to try to infuse what we hope is within our hearts, which is a, a sincere gospel message. But those shows yeah. are overtly like, hey, I need the blood of Christ. So yeah. that show that uh, for one. me was really important. You know, I had been talking about that for a long. Oh yeah, you've been I was like, this one has it. to happen. It has to happen. And we made it happen. And it made it. You guys made it happen. Um, <laughs> I would say some of the other shows. Um, so I really enjoyed um, interviewing the three women at the table for Hidden in Plain Sight, oh. which was about singleness in the black. Yeah, woman. was like about singleness. And as the woman, woman who's been married for almost twenty years. The better part of 20 years. It was, uh, for me, a, a real privilege listening in on to my sister's stories. The three women at the mm-hmm. table, Kimini was there, uh, Latasha, Latasha Morrison, and Lisa, Lisa Fields. Fields. Yeah. They are heavy hitters in their own regard, and yes. yet they demonstrated a great deal of vulnerability mm-hmm. um, and truth-telling and joy, persistent joy and fulfillment in Christ yes. alone that was inspiring to me and reminded me of the ways in which I need to grow and to serve my sisters in Christ better. Um, so those two shows come to mind. That's a good one. Yeah, because that one we tried to get, and we got people in different age brackets too. Yeah, for 20s, sure. 20s, 30s, you know, 40s. So yeah. um, and our, our listeners really gave us a lot of feedback on that one. They really loved they that one feelings, as well. feelings about that. They had feelings about that. <laughs> so much, actually, to the point that they actually want an yeah. entire series on it um, for yeah, season three. So that. we are going to work on that and get that going for y'all. So... <laughs> Pray for us. But yeah, that's hopefully our plan. So yeah, what what do you foresee for season season three? three. Or should we or should we talk about maybe interviews that we liked or I can tell you one that I really like. Now you know my my internet bishop is is is, is the Reverend Duke Kwan. Shout out to to play cousin Duke. Yes. And um yeah, he came to the table and talked about uh reparations and yeah, ecclesiastical yep mm-hmm. absolutely the responsibility of the church and the way the way to which the church in america has perpetuated and given the moral credibility mm-hmm. for um, racial injustice and white supremacy for hundreds of years mm-hmm. and what does that mean for denominations what does that mean for church practices seminaries and, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and 
Um, yeah. And what does it mean in terms of who we think um, is a sound person and how we no longer critically discern, right? Because it's endorsed or stamped based on a cultural superiority lens. So anyway, uh, Duke, uh, I think in many ways, helped us to name that well. And there's so much work to do um, in that topic. So loved it. I also really loved the fact that we were able to bring a Korean American brother to the table. And um, this table is built by and for black women. Yeah. But we are not in a vacuum. And so my identity as an African-American woman is actually shaped not by being in a vacuum, but by being in conversation with mm -hmm. people that God has created um, who represent every tribe, nation, and tongue. So right. it is actually important that we hear voices that are outside of our own context sure. to better mm -hmm. love our neighbor, but also to better understand ourselves. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So what about you in terms of interviews? Because we did one million of them. Gosh, I didn't really <laughs> and you're responsible for setting them up, so... You know them well, so go ahead. I am. <laughs> responsible. You're um, a responsible person. We had a lot of <laughs> interviews, and I'm like, goodness, it's hard to think. I know now I feel like I need a cheat sheet. Uh, obviously, Xavier Omar was definitely up there. <laughs> that was so much fun. Uh, and so uh, I just love his music, love oh. his heart for Jesus. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying everybody that we bring to the table may not always be a believer too. So I, we yeah. want to put that out. I think yeah. for the most part they have been. Yeah, but we, we are um, thankful for common grace and God's gifting and work on all kinds of folks uh, exactly. around the globe. But mm -hmm. Xavier Omar is saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, and that with a burning fire. And so um, <laughs> it was a real blessing to bring him to the table. I really thoroughly enjoyed that interview with him. He was great. Um, Kim Cash Tate was fun. Oh, oh my goodness. gosh, she Kim. is. She, now she really is my people. Yes, I just you know I, yes. we finished that interview and I was like, yes, you're so she's my people for mm -hmm. real in so many ways. Such she a and amazing. really like I felt like we wanted to adopt her as like a play she's older cousin. Like, I love, like come and just correct me on a daily basis. She was great. In Jesus name. She was great. Um, <laughs> Goodness, we had a good time. Yeah, those are those are the ones that really stick out. Uh, Dr. Joy having her at the table was fun. Oh, that fun. was awesome. That was fun, particularly when she talked about what she has in her radio. You know, it's just fun to just mm -hmm. talk about some of the light yeah. things. So we had a lot of outstanding interviews, yeah. but those are the ones that are jumping out at me at the moment. I'm sure when I'm done, I'm going to be like, oh, I forgot about this yeah, one. Yeah. But, but you all will tell us what we should have said, right? Exactly. Um, Let us know what y'all loved. <laughs> and, and so as, as we close out, I, what are you looking forward to for... The next hurrah, if the Lord says so, and yes. there is a right. true table season three. Yes. Lord says so. What are you what are you hoping to look to talk yeah. about or to well, do? Well, for season three, I'm looking forward to uh, doing more uh, doing some series as we always do. That's mm -hmm. kind of like our signature, you mm -hmm. know, uh, thing that we do. Um, I'm looking forward to getting more into bringing some more people to the table who we may not agree you know, on everything, but we can still learn, right? Because of common grace, because of the spirit, you know, at work, um, even within um, our brothers and sisters who may, we may not completely agree with, and bringing them to the table, um, exploring maybe even some other complementary mm -hmm. um, theologies, not to be confused with complementarian. <laughs> Um, but some complementary um, theology, so bringing some other uh, heavy-hitting you know, women, theologians uh, to the table, um, doing some series that will be some hard-hitting series, you know, on some, di I don't want to give away stuff, but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, building out some series that will really um, begin to delve into some issues that really uh, are impacting black women right now. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and just kind of lifting up, 
yeah. just more of our sisters and their work um, and even talking about women's roles within the church. So even maybe bringing uh, women pastors to the table as well. So mm-hmm. yeah. uh, that's what I'm looking forward to yeah. in season three. Yeah, for you? sure. For sure. Yeah, I think and all of that is modeling uh, the unity that we so desperately need. I mean, the church yes. in America, I think yes. I think one of, one of the problems I'm not a person who likes to suffer, but one of our problems is that because it is such a privileged church in America, in terms of the dominant culture of the church, it does not understand why it is you just don't get rid of people because they don't say exactly what you want them to say and how you want them to say it, right? Just cancel folks. Um, So, and and that's a and that's a rebuke for everybody, right? Um, That. A little persecution to help us get it together. We'll, 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 realize, we'll realize, like, oh, wait a minute. You claiming Jesus? Okay, I think that's a little weird what you do over there, and I think you're wrong about that. But, but hey, mm-hmm. we're, at this, we're at this table together. Yeah. Um, and so I think the and more... we try to model that. The more we can model that, I think, uh, and the more that we can uh, surrender to God's will for us to do that, to, um, to love our brothers and sisters uh, well... Um, it, it, it points to the gospel and it points to uh, the unifying glory yeah. um, that God has put in place for us as people. So I'm looking forward to that, the diversity of the table. Yeah. And I think I'm also looking forward to a respite, a place where people can continue to laugh. Um, yes. Lots of cackling. Lots of cackling. Lots of inside jokes that we may or may not share. And so, because um, they're inside jokes. And a lot more in Jesus, instill center in oh. the message on the gospel and on Jesus. That's what Truth Table does. I think that's what you guys come to us for now. Yeah. Um, being able to filter everything through that gospel lens, um, through our own theological frameworks and things. And right. we're growing and developing mm-hmm. on things, too, and shifting on things, yeah. too. So we're excited for y'all to take the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the same time, all of that is centered on the fact that God's word is true um, and that God's love for us is persistent and enduring. It will not quit even when we're flaky and we decide I want to quit. Nah, his love doesn't quit. And I'm so Mm -hmm. grateful for that. And I'm grateful for the folks who have hung out with us for the last two seasons. Um, All those emails and all those fascinating conversations. Um, And so... (laughs) Close us out. Shut us down. How can, well, how can they uh, support us going forward for season yeah. three? Yeah. Well, we used to, we had a PayPal. We still do, and you'll see it at the bottom of the screen. And also, we have a Patreon. So Patreon is so tricky. I feel like I need another doctorate degree in order know, to figure y'all. out Patreon. I but know. Pray for me. Stretch your hands forward. But. Yeah, we're still trying to figure out Patreon because we're trying to figure out. We don't want to offer something that we can't fulfill, and I think yeah, because we make low commitments. We really do. Yeah, I mean, to be quite <laughs> honest, because you know, Patreon requires you to do a lot of things to keep up. You know, some of that yeah, um, support, a lot, guys. A which lot. is is right. It's just that as black women, we just have just so much more on our plate. This is not something that we do full time. It's not something that we draw income from in any way, though. That would be amazing. Shout out to TV One and everybody. <laughs> Uh, we would love for that to happen, though. Uh, but that's just not what we do, you know. So it's hard for us to make a commitment to say, right. "Oh, every week we can talk to you and plan out shows." We just know that we don't have that bandwidth and that capacity. So that's why it's, it's been hard for us to get on Patreon. But if Patreon you like, is up, but if you like what up. we do and you love mm-hmm. the table um, and we've poured into you in any way. Uh, please support our Patreon. The link will be down there. Um, and PayPal as well. So we'll, we'll put both links there. But yeah, really, if you have been um, blessed by us, please do pay us black women. <laughs> and exactly. listen to us only if we feel with the Holy Ghost and we talk right about Jesus. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. Just For sure. take your ball and go home. Because sure. you should not listen to anybody that ain't. <laughs> so, 
So, uh, so that's what I would say. So support our work going forward. We, we hope to maybe move the table around, maybe have some more events next year if possible. So pray for us that the Lord will give us that capacity and the ability to do that. Yeah, yep, yep. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, well, thanks y'all for joining us at the table. It's been an awesome season two and it could not have been as awesome without y'all. So thank y'all for taking a seat at the table with us. Bye y'all. Bye.